What's up, everyone? It's Amy J here, back with another episode. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your friends and family and are stoked for the holiday season. December is my favorite month because it's my birth month. Obviously, the holidays are around, and it's a great time to give ourselves credit for all of our growth in the previous year and to prep for another new one. Given the festive occasion, I'd like to take a second to thank you for streaming my first episode last week. The support that you guys have shown me has literally been so incredible that together you took over the website, Spotify, and even Apple Podcasts with about 200 plays in less than 48 hours of streaming. That surpassed my entire goal. So thank you, thank you, thank you a hundred times over for believing in me. As we fast forward to today's episode, I invite you to choose positivity by actively overcoming negativity. Let's get started. We as humans are social beings. We're affected by relationships, both positive and negative, and oftentimes the conversations, interactions, and consequences that come out of certain relationships can have a significant impact on our ability to think, our mental health, and our attention processing. In a time when it feels like all you ever hear about on the news is something negative, it's so easy to walk around with a stormy cloud lingering over your head. Think back to the last time that something someone said made you stress out, contemplate your own words or actions, or maybe even make you think that you were having a midlife crisis. Maybe it was a few months ago, a few weeks ago, or if you're like me, just yesterday, when my imposter syndrome decided to pay a visit. Imposter syndrome is a psychological concept, and it's so freaking real. It's characterized by constant self-doubt to the point where individuals see their own successes as fraudulent and tend to feel as though they're undeserving of recognition. Despite my achievements, I'll often dwell on one bad thing that supposedly went wrong, like making a below average grade on an exam, even though my overall course average was well above that for the class, just as an example. And it doesn't help that it feeds into something called negativity bias, which is our tendency to be more receptive to negative stimuli and to think about that for much longer than we would with positive stimuli. You see, the brain is programmed to remember more traumatic experiences better than positive ones, recall insults better than praise, react more strongly to negative stimuli, think about negative aspects more than positive aspects of things, and the list goes on. Here's where it gets super interesting. It all starts with evolution. Hold up, what? Yep, our ancestors are to blame. Let's turn back thousands of years ago when their survival depended on negativity bias. They had to be extra vigilant of all environmental dangers around them so that they could react to threats almost immediately. Over time, we've become so evolutionarily wired to detect this bias at one of the earliest stages of information processing in the brain. From episode one, you could probably tell that I enjoy reading about research and sharing those studies, so here's another one for the books. A neuropsychologist from the University of Chicago conducted a study on the weight of negative information on the brain. In Dr. Cassiopo's studies, the participants were shown pictures from three different categories, those that evoked positive feelings, those that evoked negative feelings, and those that evoked neutral feelings. At the same time, he recorded electrical activity in the cerebral cortex of the brain, which reflected the level of information processing that was taking place due to the presented stimuli. The results were statistically significant. 
negative stimuli yielded a greater increase in neural activity than that of the positive stimuli. This is well explained by the structural aspect of the brain, too. Dr. Rick Hansen of UC Berkeley explained that the amygdala, which is our brain's motion processing center, uses two-thirds of its neurons to detect negativity and then quickly stores it into long-term memory. Hmm, sounds a lot like something from last week's episode, doesn't it? These two observations are examples of the interrelationship between structure and function. I discuss these as one of the principles of osteopathic medicine. If you want to read a little bit more about these two articles from today, you can check that out in the podcast notes below. If you're a podcast junkie like I am, you may have thought about starting your own. As someone who knew nothing about editing audio, creating an RSS feed, and publishing episodes, I am so incredibly thankful to have found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is the easiest way to launch a podcast as they give you everything you need to get started. They hooked me up with my very own personalized website, audio players to add to other sites, detailed analytics, and tools to help advertise my show. They distribute the episodes to every major podcast streaming platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many more. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes below. This lets Buzzsprout know that I sent you and helps support the show so that I can continue to bring you great content. Now, back to the show. Okay, so now that we have the science out on the table, let's make it a little more relatable. My method of combating the negativity is to fight it with positivity. You know, similar to the whole kill em with kindness concept. I'm a visual learner, so I'll ask you to imagine yourself sitting in an empty room with nothing but a light switch. It's dark in your room, not enough light, dark, spooky, maybe a little bit mysterious, and a lot a bit negative. What's the easiest way to get rid of the darkness? Turn on the light, right? Oftentimes, it's easier said than done, which I totally get. That's why I want you to imagine a membrane around your mind. I have one. Join the club. A membrane is thought to be a barrier that can filter things that enter or leave a given space. For anyone who's taken high school biology or an intro-level bio course, you probably remember that plasma membranes of cells have openings that allow for the movement of particles into or out of cells. These particles can move by passive transport, which doesn't require energy because molecules move from where they're highly concentrated to where they're less concentrated. Active transport, on the other hand, requires energy because molecules move against the concentration gradient from areas of low concentration to areas of high concentration. So from what we just discussed earlier, the brain holds on to more negativity than positivity. Let's assume there's a lot of positivity out in the real world that we need to remind ourselves of. Maybe bring that into the mind. So the inside of your mind is currently more negative and less positive. The goal is to let your negative thoughts exit passively and to also let the positivity passively enter your mind. Why invest time and energy into bringing more negativity into a space where there's already too much of it? That way, you end up filtering out the negativity and bringing more positivity into your mind. Anytime someone says something negative or you're put in a situation where you feel like everything's falling apart, use this to flip the switch. This is kind of what works for me, even when I'm trying to tell myself a negative thought, similar to something along the lines of the imposter syndrome, maybe something someone said or did. Basically, any situation that makes me uncomfortable, I'll flip the switch and turn it into something positive and practical. 
As if today's show wasn't dense enough, I'm leaving you with a weekly challenge once again. I want you to choose positive energy wherever you go. Go ahead and write down at least five negative thoughts dwelling over your mind right now. Put each one on an individual sticky note and leave that sticky note in front of your mirror, bedside, on your car's steering wheel, wherever you'll see it first thing in the morning. Each time you see it, let the natural negativity settle in for about 10 seconds and then build your membrane. Instead of thinking things like, I look like a potato today, and choose joy by saying things like, at least my bags are designer. Okay, maybe not that, but you get the idea. You know that your brain is capable of it, so you just need to let your mind prove it. Thanks for giving today's episode a listen. Be sure to subscribe for all the latest shows and follow at Brain Meets Mind podcast on Instagram. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give me a rating and a review, especially if you enjoyed today's show. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you more than you know. I'll see you next Monday for another new weekly episode. Happy December!